Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, the Buzz in the Tower Holiday Special, Part 2. Santa Claus is going to pick up where we left off, checking his list twice and deciding which 80s movies characters are naughty or nice. Part 1 has shown us that Santa Claus is an unforgiving judicial monster who will not let you slide. So as we go into Part 2, just remember, someone has to make these decisions, and it's not an easy job. I'm Mo Chris Kringle Shapiro. And with me as always, the Rambo to my Troutman, Max Patch Sanders. And with that, let's pick up where we left off. Let's go Shane Black. Let's go leave the weapon. Oh, Shane Black. <laughs> oh, Shane Black's great, man. Let's we send, should do let's a send him. We should, send, we should send him a Christmas card. Yeah. You think he'd answer it? Maybe. Let's find out. If anybody out there knows Shane Black's <laughs> contact information, you just let us know. <laughs> um, lethal Weapon. I, you know, it's been so, it's funny. This is one of the movies when you gave me the list and I was rewatching them. This is one where I was like, boy, I haven't watched Lethal Weapon in a long time. It rules. I'll go high level first, right? So the movie is about, it's it's the best buddy cop film ever. It's the start of the... The genre. Yeah. Outside of 48 Hours, yeah. I, I would say no, it's, it's the taking it to the, the next level. Yeah. yeah. So it's you, elevating to the now. Yep. So you got uh, Riggs and Murtaugh, right? So, Murtaugh and Riggs. Yeah, Murtaugh and Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So Murtaugh is just celebrated his 50th birthday, married three kids, I think. 
Yeah. Right? Two girls and a boy. I think four kids. There's a lot of them running around. Yeah, there are. Wife a lot. can't cook. Yeah, she's a terrible cook. Um, <laughs> but he's the family guy. And then you got Riggs. Uh, and by the way, Danny Glover plays Murtaugh, who does a fantastic job. There is no other Murtaugh other than Danny Glover. It's got to no. be Danny Glover. Then you got Riggs, uh, Mel Gibson, one of his best roles. He is a. You know, special forces, uh, used to be in the military, now he's a cop. Can shoot smiley faces into yeah. uh, target practice. He's crazy. He's always been crazy, but his wife of 11 years just died, and that took his crazy up a delicious notch. Yeah, like he, he is wants just, to eat a bullet. He's crazy, like crazy, crazy. So the two of them get paired up, right? Odd couple. Yep. And the whole movie is, uh, it's, it's basically a story of drug trafficking, by a bunch of old special ops guys from Vietnam and they have to kind of solve the murder and there's a tie to the murder being an old friend of Murtaugh's, yeah. et cetera, And there's et cetera. a general and yeah, Actually, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in this movie. You know, in the backstory, Joshua, Gary Busey yeah. and Riggs knew each other. From oh Vietnam. no, I yeah. didn't know that. They didn't put I it didn't, in, but uh, that's why they like kind of know each other right away. Gary Busey's great in this movie too. Fantastic. Yeah. I tried lighting my forearm on fire. It really hurts. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. So Riggs and Murtaugh go from, you know, Murtaugh is getting too old for this. He doesn't want to be, Way too old. he doesn't want to be with this young, crazy guy and get killed. He has a revolver. He wears the suits and ties. And the word around the precinct is that Riggs is either crazy or he's pretending to get crazy so he can get early retirement and yep. get paid out. So they start off very adversarial and they they end up becoming the well, best, kills the best of friends. Yeah. Too. And they just become the best of friends. And at the end, uh, you know, Murtaugh's daughter gets kidnapped and Riggs, yeah, and Riggs helps save her. And it's this, and they have their beautiful ending of the story where Riggs comes over and has Christmas dinner. And, terrible and, Christmas and, and thus why it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's more of a Christmas movie for another reason. I'm going to give you full credit for this. And I want to talk about it. We were having a conversation off air about this. And I think this is fantastic. Hit me. Both this movie and I'm going to jump a little bit. I'm sure at some point you're going to bring up Die Hard, which is fine. But both this and Die Hard, the opening song and the ending song are both Christmas songs in the movie. Yeah, it's a great character. I love it. So and also when Riggs is doing the fake drug deal, it's in a Christmas tree store. A lot. Yeah. yeah tr- there Christmas go. tree lot. So this is sorry. That's you, why I don't. I, I know. That's why you never go Christmas tree. tree. <laughs> Christmas tree location. <laughs> what do you call it? Oh Warehouse. I love it. So the opening of this movie, right, is Jingle Bell Rock. And the ending of this movie is Elvis's I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Love it. This movie, this movie is, is for me, probably one of my five, top 10 favorite action films. Wow. Bold, bold state. Well, think about it, right? I mean. Nighthawks. <laughs> That's what gets me. There you go. Every time. <laughs> All right, Max. Lethal Weapon, Shane Black. Uh, Christmas movie, who you got? Who's on my naughty nice list? Let's go Roger Murtaugh, family man. Murtaugh, nice. Absolutely nice. Murtaugh is the kind of dad that I want to be, right? He is like... You want to carry a gun and kill people? Why? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> he doesn't kill a lot of people by comparison to Riggs. He's got a revolver. So. He does have a revolver. Yeah. Old timers. Old timers like that, yeah. right? Uh, Would you carry a revolver if you were a cop? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, but I'm old now. I'm not yeah. celebrating my 50th birthday like he is. And his daughter makes that offhanded remark like, oh, dad, your your beard's getting really gray. Maybe you should get rid of it. And boom, it's He's gone. shredded for an old guy, by the way. It's Danny Glover, man. Yeah. It's Danny you know, he was Glover. He's only 44 in this movie. Really? Yeah. He played 50 well. Yeah. He did it well. And Gibson was 38, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. He looked quite a bit younger. Yeah, he's just he's good. He's, he's ageless. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's ageless. great hair. It's that, that that mane of hair. Oh yeah, definitely like a lion. No, he's on the nice list for sure. There's nothing. There's nothing. I can't say a single negative thing about Murtaugh. In, he's just a good person. Actually, follow up question: in, in any of the Lethal Weapon movies, has Murtaugh done anything naughty? No, I don't think so. No, he's a good dude. The only thing he the only thing he ever lied about is I think he like 
kept it under he wraps. He for rigs. Well, no, he kept it under wraps that his wife was like uh, an author. Remember? like Oh, yeah. And they thought like he like that he was taking money. He, I remember, yeah. That's what up in four. And he just he was just embarrassed because yeah. like his wife was making more money than him, which I can live with that, whatever. Oh, my God. Sign yeah. me up for that. I, <laughs> Immediately. I know, right? Embarrassed. <laughs> be flaunting it. All right. Uh, nice for uh, Murtaugh. Who else you got? Okay, a little harder. Martin Riggs. <laughs> Dude, that's not hard at all. Riggs on the naughty list for sure. His wife died in a car. He's a stone. He's a stone cold killing machine. <laughs> when when Murtaugh's daughter gets kidnapped and he's like, "We can get her back, but we're gonna get bloody on this." <laughs> like he basically is like, "We're gonna murder everyone, right?" Like well, they're bad people. Shoot fast, shoot quick. Don't he's, let anybody he's else knocking shoot. people off your. It doesn't. List. It doesn't matter. He's, he's saving you time. There's a guy. Efficiency. It's it's Christmas. It's yeah. basically a few days before Christmas. And there's a guy on a building who is going to kill himself because he's obviously suffering from some type of disability. He saved him. He, he, he handcuffed him and jumped off the building with him. Even if he saved him, he do you really want to jump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Riggs. And, and by the way, saved his life, by the way, he did. Murtaugh is the Murtaugh is the saving grace of Riggs. He will bring him to be a nice guy. And and every movie he gets to be a little bit nicer and less volatile and terrible. But make no mistake about it. In Lethal Weapon One, Riggs is on the naughty list <laughs> for right. sure. For sure. Also, did you know Riggs's gun is the same as McLean's? No. Are you serious? It's a ninety like the actual same the gun actual or the gun, same type? Actual gun. It's a ninety two F Beretta. And they retired it after their uh, Die Hard. Tell me right now, of all of the things that you would ever want, memorabilia-wise, is that the top of your list? Flux capacitor, Drago's robe, John Rambo's headband. Or no, in Rambo 2, that little Buddha necklace that he yes. has. Yeah, I saw that. Cool I was like, too. I want that. I looked it up online. I, the actual one? Yeah. <laughs> if you bought that, that'd be oh incredible. <laughs> there goes my retirement fund. See, I, want, I, I would love that. The gun would be high up on the list. Yeah, top five. That's we should awesome. do a list sometime. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 Top 10 memorabilia items. Oh, my want. God. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Lethal Weapon. What do you got next? Going for a more serious movie. Okay. Going here Gremlins. This movie you know, is bananas. This movie is so weird. It's so it's bizarre. So weird. It's so gooey and wet. This is who who is in the who's in the pitch room for this one? Where they're like, listen, there's hear us out on this, all right? We're gonna we're gonna have this wet market where we sell this this animal. If you, it's adorable. The CDC when they were talking about like how the how the COVID bats, yeah. how COVID came from bats at possibly wet markets, they should have just shown everyone gremlins and been like, have we not learned? Like, don't yeah. buy animals from wet markets. You it's a terrible idea. My God. It's only three rules, Max. Three rules. No They're sunlight. Terrible rules. I, they are terrible. No sunlight. Well, there you go. That's yeah. that's tough. Uh, don't get it wet. Yeah. I mean, that's not like there's water everywhere. Yeah. And don't feed it after midnight. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So, Gremlins, uh, classic holiday tale. <laughs> you have this inventor father who's a, a failure of an inventor. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go heavy on the failure. But I do love that he he's out there trying to find something special for a gift for his son, and he found a good job, a supportive family. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Merry he, Christmas. Merry Christmas. There you go. He <laughs> he goes out and finds a mogwai. Yep. And purchases the mogwai and gives it to his son. Means gremlin in Cantonese, by the oh, way. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mog. Well, see if he had spoke Cantonese, he would have known what he was getting into right away. Noon. <laughs> he would have noonin. <laughs> noonin what he got into. <laughs> Oh, uh, it must be tough to be perfect, you <laughs> son of a gun. Anyways, uh, he, so he purchases the Mogwai, brings it home, and gives it to his son, Billy. And Cartoonist. Yes, yes. And his son loves this gift. Uh, Corey Feldman, is, is it just the neighborhood boy? It's not yep. his brother, right? Neighborhood smart aleck. Neighborhood smart aleck. 
the, the role that Corey Feldman was built to play. Pretty much. He plays that fantastic in The Burbs. Have you seen The Burbs no, yet? No, not yet. Oh, That's Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's I'm the neighborhood smart alec. Yeah, watch The Burbs tonight. You cool. like that a lot. He gets this he gets this mogwai. Um, what does he name it? Gizmo. Gizmo. Gosh, I can't believe I didn't remember that. It's an easy name. I know, it's a great name. Names the mogwai Gizmo. Um, his girlfriend, played by the beautiful Phoebe Cates. So she's not his girlfriend yet. They like each other. That's right. I'm yeah. sorry. Because really, the guy in the bank, the assistant manager of the bank, yes, yes. was hitting on her. You're right. You're right. Who's the cop from Beverly Hills Cop? He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. 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 He, uh, um, he, so he's in the friend zone. Yep. Right. So he's. But you can tell she likes him. That's okay. They end up, I think they end up together, right? Because in Gremlins 2, aren't they dating or married? Yeah. Okay. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates, um, who plays Kate Berenger. So Kate and Billy spend the entire movie dealing with the ramifications of owning a wet market pet. <laughs> It gets wet, it eats after midnight, it <laughs> multiplies, it, it mass chaos, people are murdered, people are injured. It's brutal. It's awful. And the, the <laughs> poor town. The salvation of this movie on is it Christmas Eve that they basically have to kill all these things yep. and then yeah, that's that's they're trying the to tell people it's like, ah, it's Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, you're crazy you're crazy. Yeah. yeah Mike Ehrman tried for breaking bad's like, let it go. <laughs> it's all Fine. good. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man. So that's gremlins, right? Yep. In a nutshell. Uh do you have any gremlins on the naughty or nice list? Because that'd be kind of weird. Who do you got? Well, Gizmo seems good in general. Gizmo's good. I would yeah. give Gizmo the nice list. The rest of them are terrible. They're awful. Do you know they wanted monkeys originally with masks to play this? <laughs> Shut up. But they put the masks on the monkeys and they freaked out. I'm obviously. sure. Yeah. Well, they, go, they had to try it. <laughs> it would have really happened. Gremlins oh, my God. Actually oh, my Lord. I would have. I want to meet the person who thought that was going to work. That's great. <laughs> this whole movie was just an, a nuts. bad idea. It's nuts. Bad idea. nuts. Uh, who you got? Let's go Murray Futterman. Murray Futterman. <laughs> great name. And he's had great names. Murray Futterman. Murray Futterman. Oh, Murray Futterman. Okay. He was the drunk. World War II drunk vet yeah. who uh, would drive the Bobcat, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember. It took me a minute. I had to think about it. And he it. believed in gremlins before they were there. Well, so do you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of- uh, Gene Wilder? No. Of, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> he reminds me of Randy Quaid's character from Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Hey boys, uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back, right? And he's like, he's like, I told you it was real. They took me up to their ship. Like that's he's, he's this drunk. That's good, yeah, is that he's yeah, kind of the same yeah. guy? He's this drunk who basically Can't fly says, F-18, yeah. but he's like, <laughs> let me tell you, they've been sending these gremlins over since uh, the big one yeah. in World War II. That's why our TVs don't work. That's why our cars don't work. That's uh, you know, the, he's crazy. Oh wow, naughty or nice? <laughs> you should want to talk about it. I, 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 I don't even know how to like. I, I, I guess nice. I mean, don't, the, don't mistake hilarious for nice. That's what you're doing. You're but I don't think them. he doesn't. I mean, he he tries save people. He tries to drunk drive, but yeah. it's it's in a bobcat, not yeah. in a vehicle. Yeah, but he does try to save people. He does. I'm yeah. gonna say nice. All I don't right, think there's good. anything like overwhelmingly naughty about his him. wife. Seems to like him. They seem yeah. to have a nice relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's had a rough run. He doesn't do anything terrible. No. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Nice. Okay, this one I have strong feelings about. Oh, so I'm excited. Be careful. I'm excited. Randall Peltzer, the dad. Yeah. All right, so I already know you already leaked this out in the beginning of our conversation when you were saying go get a stable job. So you obviously don't like him. You think he's a bum. I'm going to leave it till the end. All right. You're waiting, wanna, for, you're waiting for Santa. All right. Yeah. What do you have to say, Santa? It is, hor- on your it, it is horrifically, horrifically negligent that he brought that. <laughs> that he brought that. He's on your lap trying to sell you a Swiss Army knife that squirts toothpaste. I understand he's not good at what he does. Terrible. But his intent is always good. He's not a bad person. He's just a failure. There's a difference between the two. But knowing who you are is a big part of being a good or bad but person. He's, he's doing the best he can. No, it's not. He's not doing the best he he's can. He's doing the best he can. You're you. I get what you're saying. He could be an engineer at GE or something, just no. putting stuff together. I'm putting him on the nice list. I'm putting him on the nice list. Santa has made his decision. 401k is not filled because this is how you judge. You're like <laughs> he always he doesn't drive nice nice enough cars. So put him on the naughty list. He's he's a nice guy. He's, he's just, trying to be a good dad. 
He's trying. Yeah. He's there. He's doing it. He's, trust me, there's other characters that are worse. By illegally buying from a child a I get, mob Listen, wife. the only argument you could make to put him on the naughty list is his wet market purchase. I agree with that. I don't like this. <laughs> Although you can make the argument that, like, who knows, Gizmo could have been uh, injured or, you know, farmed for meat if he hadn't been purchased from that market. <laughs> two ounces of meat. Deli- <laughs> delicious gremlin meat. <laughs> His eyeballs are a delicacy. Oh, huge. absolutely. Absolutely. It's like shark fin. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. So I guess we'll agree to disagree. I think he's a bad dad. <laughs> but let's move on to another absentee father figure movie. All right. First this is Blood. For, how is First Blood an absentee father Colonel figure? Colonel Troutman. Oh, Troutman. Yeah. Father figure. Father figure. Father figure. Okay. All right. It All right. Works. Fair, fair. It plays. Fair. First Blood is another film that I think a lot of people at first glance are like, that's not a Christmas film. But if you're going to say Lethal Weapon and Die Hard and some of these other films are, First Blood is fits in the exact same way. It takes place during Christmas. The town is lit up with Christmas lights. And emotionally, you think about it being a warm time of year and him just not having, Rambo not having anybody. Right. It's almost the reversal that he's got no Christmas spirit and that everyone else is being mean to him. It's almost what makes him snap part of it, I feel like. <laughs> That's such a stretch. I love it though. It's an incredible. I don't think that. I think subconsciously. I don't, subconsciously. I, don't, I just wanted to know. He I just want you to know. In the movie. In the movie. <laughs> in the in the movie, First Blood. Yeah. At no point do I believe that John Rambo was thinking about Christmas. <laughs> just so we're clear. But I love that you took that stretch. I love it. I. I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna let it sit when out. He's there. crying at the end. He's wearing a Santa beard. No, right? no, no. There you go. <laughs> uh, First Blood. So it's interesting too because I think for people when they think of Rambo, they think of the second movie, the third movie. Exploding darts. Right. And and First Blood, First Blood's like a really good movie. I it's, think, didn't it? It's win, like Rocky it, won. Didn't uh, the script win the Oscar? What won the Oscar? Not not this, no. Yeah. He won something. Rocky won best script. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. But it's the same thing as Rocky. It's the first movie before they got crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a Stallone it, It's a great movie. It's a, it's a, I just watched first because I knew I had my list of my movies I had to prep for. Yeah. So. Do you know originally it was three hours? No, I had no idea they cut it down that much. Yeah, it used to be three hours, and Sly saw it, hated it, and he wanted to buy the movie back, not show it to anybody. Are you kidding? And bury it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny. But he compromised and just made it an hour and a half, and he made it so it was everyone else's perspective and not Rambo's perspective. Like, you barely saw him. Oh, so he cut all the cuts out that were of him. Yeah. Okay. And it kind of became the basis of all action movies. Yeah, you're right. Because that is kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wild. The whispering, like, who's that guy? That's so funny. So, like, this this mainstay in action films was just because of his way of trying to reduce it down. Yeah, and, accidental. That's so you funny. Know. I love it. I love it. It's yeah. like Jaws. It was an accident. Yeah, right? Jaws. God, Jaws. I wish it was in the, it's in the 70s. I know. Careful. Don't talk about it. Uh, yeah. First Blood. So First Blood's your typical holiday film. Uh, it's you got it's about uh, Christmas cheer and love. John Rambo, Green Beret, tries to find the last surviving member of his platoon. Are they in Oregon or Washington? They're in one of the two. I can't remember. Washington. Hope Washington. Hope Washington. Okay. So they head over to head over to Washington. Actually, you know what? I think <laughs> they head over to. Washington. I think. I think. I think. Actually, I think Rambo goes to Oregon first to try to find his buddy. And when he finds out that he's dead, he hitches to Washington. Cause I've, I've, I, sense. I think it, but, but it's irrelevant, I guess I'm yeah. just nitpicking. So his buddy has died uh, from, we assume agent orange, agent orange. Yeah. Cancer, cancer. from that. Uh, and that's it. He's the last of his platoon of his squad. So he walks or hitchhikes or travels into this small town uh, in Washington. And all he wants is a warm meal. But of course he runs into, you know, Tommy Callahan Sr. 
I'm going to need you, Tommy boy, to come up here. Brian Dennehy, who is like the most awful, horrible, small town cop ever. Just Pretty much. Basically, like his actions, he is basically dumping water and feeding a gremlin past midnight. Yeah. Like he is awful. He is just poking the bear. Yeah. So this poor, this Vietnam vet who's just trying to get some food, uh, Dennehy gives him a rough time and Rambo's not having anything to do with it. So Rambo comes back into the town after he's driven to the outskirts of the town um he's arrested where he's roughed up by more awful small town cops right and uh they go to shave him and as they're going to shave him he has a flashback (laughs) standard policy yeah he goes he has a flashback from being a pow in vietnam and from that point forward is a murder spree like he just it's him against the weekend warrior uh army reserve it's him against caruso yeah it's it's (laughs) it's unbelievable and the only way they can even think of slowing him down is they send in his old uh colonel colonel troutman comes in from bragg tries to calm the situation down it does no good and at the end of the movie after basically murdering everyone troutman talks him into giving himself up and the movie ends with him being handcuffed and walked off after crying after crying, he did cry. That scene's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's a powerful scene. Um, but that's Rambo, right? That's First Blood. Yeah, it's incredible. Max, I, I'm i going to be real interested to see who you want me to judge on <laughs> Naughty and Nice on First Murder's Blood. Free. Yeah, uh, who you got? The body bag guy. Yeah, uh, right? <laughs> Colonel Troutman. 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 He's trying to help him. He also created him. Well, I mean, sometimes Frankenstein creates Frankenstein. No, Frankenstein. so like Dr. My, Frankenstein. my issue with Troutman is... Rambo and you learn this in their conversation. He called Bragg a couple times looking for Troutman, couldn't get in touch with him. Maybe his message machine was full. I, I don't know, man. Right? I, I didn't, people didn't have cell phones back then. But I just feel like if you are in charge of an elite team of killers and you put them through horrible stuff and you know they're all dying left and right, wouldn't you kind of keep track of that? I mean, I don't think they're like Troutman didn't raise and develop like twenty Rambos, right? You if, don't know that. This could be a born identity. He's, no, he said. He said flat out. He goes, he's the best I ever had. The best that we ever had. You think you'd keep track of that guy? You know. I don't know if I'd want him near me. You think, I mean, Belichick still text messages Brady every no, once in a while. they hate each other. They hate each other. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> Three in the morning, Belichick's like, what are I you miss, doing? I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to put, put Troutman on the naughty list. I know that at the end, and that's the other thing too, is like everything that Troutman does is to benefit himself. So he saves him at the end, but then in, you know, First Blood Part 2 or Rambo 2 or whatever it's Written called. Written by James Cameron. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't so that in, 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 the yeah. second, in the second movie, Troutman like, only bails Rambo out to go do a mission for him. And the he third, thought it was for good though. He didn't know what the mission was. It doesn't matter. It's it's still in the third movie. Rambo's a tool. In the third movie, he tries to solicit his help again, and because he gets like kidnapped by the Russians, and then uh, Rambo's involved. All of Rambo's woes surround around Troutman. So I would say I'll no, naughty it. list. Naughty I would have gone the other way, but fair. All right, naughty list. Who else you got? Jonathan. Cornelius Rambo. I mean, naughty list. <laughs> I I feel bad for the guy, but like he murdered a lot of people. <laughs> like there's no, like he didn't murder people that were threatening his lives. Like he like murdered people. Like he, he put hunting traps and like, <laughs> and, and like he went like predator style with Schwarzenegger and speared people in the legs. He killed dogs. Okay. He killed he the kill guys. Hun- he killed the guys hunting dogs. Oh yeah. You're when right. they were looking for oh, him. Yeah, the, that automatic. Let me just, let, let, hold, yeah. let me take a step. Dog murder. Let me, yeah. If you murder a dog in yep. a calendar year, you are on the naughty list. Like there's no redemption from We that. just gained 10,000 followers max there is no situation in which murdering a dog is okay unless your life is in danger factual so therefore yeah so therefore he's for sure on the naughty list absolutely yeah 100 percent. so while we're on murderers let's move to the next movie i'm ready who do we got <laughs> who's our next movie america's favorite murderer 
John McClane. John McClane. Let's oh, die hard, man. buddy. Let's die do it. hard. So Time. at least we know that Die Hard is definitely a Christmas movie. It is. So we don't have to Factually. have that fight. Yeah, no. we don't have to have that fight. The, Who's fighting the other side? Have you I, met anyone who's done that? People are crazy. Yeah. I mean, look, look, Die Hard, right? So I'll, I'll give the synopsis for those three people that have never seen it. But even before I do that, he gets in the limo and they're playing the Run, Dem, Run DMC Christmas song. Great song. At the end of the movie. Let it snow. Let it snow, right? So how could you not? Claim it, that this is a Christmas. And it's movie. during a Christmas party, right? One hundred percent. Okay, so Die Hard, it's your classic Christmas story, yeah. <laughs> right? I, and oh, by the way, also there's tons of like ho 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 references. I have a machine gun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's it's, it's a Christmas movie for sure. Die Hard is your classic story about a New York cop and his wife. <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic, classic. And his wife takes a job, um, a baller in, job, a baller job in Los Angeles, and John McClane is not going to leave his job as a New York cop. Because Stubborn. Basically, they're having their holiday party at uh, Nagatomi Plaza. Yep. And John McClane is flown in first class, picked up by... Uh, Was he on first class? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Um, or business class, at least, right? And uh, picked up by a limo, brought to this party, and you know this is a chance for him to see his wife, who he hasn't seen because they're living in different states right now. Little do they know that... What at first seems like a terrorist organization, but then ends up really being nothing more than bank robbers. You know, fa the, fancy, the best bank robbers, the best bank robbers. They right? were John Phillips suits. Well, they're not the best. The best bank robbers are the dead presidents from Point Break, but that's not in the 80s. So we can't talk about what? it. They didn't pick big scores. Doesn't this was $640 million. Wait, billion dollars or million? I think a million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> six hundred forty billion would be a that'd be a lot of money. I don't. I don't know how bear bonds work. That's you know true. What I mean? A piece of paper is worth like two hundred. If, if we just if we just paid more attention, we watched Trading Places, we'd be able to speak to this. I, Why I are eighties monetary facts so difficult? In Wall movies? Street. Eighties was the Wall yeah. Street thing. Like we're just Anacott Steel. I don't know what's going like, on. Like I feel like today it'd be like the Bitcoin theft of of two thousand twenty. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we don't know. It's it's wild. So. They they go to Nagatomi Plaza. Um, they this building is basically under siege. It's like a fortress. It is, and the what they didn't expect was a a, a fly in the, the ointment. The moxie of a New York cop named John McClane. Shoeless, cop. yeah, shoeless cop. <laughs> John McClane spends the whole movie killing terrorists. Working with a cop that he connects with through the dispatch center. Yeah, Carl from yeah. Family Matters. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, Al, Al Powell, is that his name? Yeah. Al, yeah. Sergeant. Sergeant Powell. Sergeant Twinkie. Sergeant Twinkie. Um, <laughs> Yellow die number five. They all work together. Uh, they kill the bad guy. They save the day. And McLean, you know, shoots off in a limo with his wife at the end of the movie. He was bleeding from a gunshot. He, he was he was in rough <laughs> rough shape. But I mean, look, there's that's some of the beauty of these action films is I don't have to sit here and give you like the in depth you know story. That is the story. You had a bunch of guys that were trying to steal a bunch of bear bonds from a building, yep. and they got stopped by John McClane, and they had a war with each other, and John McClane won and took his wife and left. Well, the title is one of the best parts of the movie. It is Die the Hard's naming great. too. Hans Gruber. <laughs> Hans, Hans, Booby, <laughs> Ellis. Oh, I love this movie. Yeah, I mean, Max, there's no shortage of amazing characters in Die Hard that you could pick for me, Santa Claus, to choose on the Naughty Nice list. What do you got? So most of the people in this movie are terrorists. So let's go on the good guy side. Fair enough. The terrorists are great. Like, they're multinational. They're You're not going to ask me if yeah. Hans Gruber is on the Naughty or Nice See, list? He'll seem fun. <laughs> got a great sweater. He had a really good Christmas sweater. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> let's go Argyle. Argyle. Yeah, our boy in the limo. Nice. Think so? Yeah, nice list. He's a nice dude. He's drinking in the back of the limo, making phone calls. Yeah, but you know, he... I He's got a nice disposition. He used to be a cab driver. He yeah. wasn't always a limo driver. You know, he doesn't come across as snotty, snooty, snooty. Uh, I, I like Argyle. Nice. I put him on the nice list. 
Yeah, and he does knock out Theo at the end. He does. That takes some. That takes some cojones. Some gusto, right? Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. And he's a little guy. Too. He is a little guy. Yeah. I, I would say yeah, nice list for sure. Okay, a little bit harder. Our main boy, John McClane. <sighs> Think about it. <sighs> Careful. I, I'm spotting this. I know. So, in keeping consistent with the basic premise of being Santa Claus, I got to put him on the naughty list, and I'll, and I'll tell you what? why. I'll tell you why. Argyle in trying to understand why he doesn't live in the same state as his wife uncovers and, and he calls him out and McLean agrees, says you were basically playing a game of chicken. You didn't think that your wife would cut it at this fancy job. That's kind of an awful thing to play chicken with your wife, moving across from New York to LA to take a job and not supporting her. That's true. And he's also stuck in his ways. Yeah. 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 He, I mean, now, is he a hero? Sure, but I mean, like that being the anti-hero is kind of a fun thing too, right? He can yeah. he can be on the naughty list and still be an amazing hero. His language is questionable, <laughs> you know. He what has. You, what are you, the swear police? I am the swear police. Uh, I don't mind swearing. I just think you know, as Santa, my job is to take a look at things, right? Yeah, I got I gotta say the naughty list, right? I mean, I, I I'm John McClane, the patron saint of Christmas. Look, it's not his list. fault. He was invited, right? He was just coming out to the coast, getting together, going to have some laughs. I understand. But he also murdered a bunch of people, all bad guys, albeit. He did it with Christmas themes, though. <laughs> Who else has done that? I'm not even. In the history of movies. It's fair. I'm not giving him the naughty list because of murdering the terrorists. I'm giving him the naughty list because because of bailing on his wife I, I and going and like and leaving her out there. And I don't like that. Doesn't you feel you good. would stay with Bonnie Bedelia? Yeah. You know, she's Macaulay Culkin's uh, aunt. No. Yeah. That's wild. I know. Wow. That is wild. Random. Yeah. Okay. So Argyle, good. McLean, naughty. Correct. Okay, cool. Let's take a, let's stop. We've done enough action. Let's go classic. <laughs> Hold on. If we're going to stop, because maybe this is a good time to stop. Maybe we should do some holiday ads. Oh. You like that? Yeah. A little jingle jangle. Be Santa for our advertising. Yeah, there let's you go. It. I don't know that it's going to be jingle jangle, but this is the only way I could think of to transition. Let's do it. We'll live with it. <laughs> Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, sure. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C A P S I V A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, She loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, Check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Well, and there you have it, Max. That was a very festive ad spot. Yeah. And speaking of festive, we're going to do the two. These are the one and two on everyone's list. These are really? The so we're down to our last two. Yeah. These I are the bangers. It. All right. Give me number Everyone's two. Everyone's been just like waiting for these two. Salvating. Yeah. All right. What do we got? Why are they salvating? 
Oh, that's, maybe because they're delicious. These you, are delicious you, you choices. Have, you have a weird taste scenario. Is your brain wired to Just give me the movie. Give me the movie. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Give me the movie. That's 1990. <laughs> a Christmas story. Ah, a Christmas story. A Christmas story. Nice, nice. A Christmas story. Max, this is... Uh, hear me on this. You're going to think this is weird, but... Go on. It's almost like got a Seinfeld feel to it. What? Yeah, like because you know it's it's just like uh, like showing real life the the humor of kind of these awkward funny situations. Ralphie, with- what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Wonder Years mixed with Seinfeld. Okay, I'll allow if you, that. If you combine the two, it's got that. It's got Wonderful. the narration. Yes, yeah, Wonder Sign Year. <laughs> Mine's better. Yours is way better. <laughs> I had I had to try to one up yeah. you and I failed horribly. Uh, so, a Christmas story follows a family of four. Uh, two brothers, mom and dad, uh, the main character, Ralphie, it, it, the whole story revolves around his, you know, growing up in this nuclear, somewhat dysfunctional family and how cute together yeah, and how much he covets just one present, he wants, one present. He wants the red rifle. He just wants the, the BB gun. Yeah. That's all he wants for Christmas. And I would too. It's pretty cool. Especially, it is pretty cool. Like even now. And, and it's just, if it, even if your, if your experience growing up wasn't the exact same as what was going on here, there's enough elements in this movie that can kind of, you can say, I, I know that. Yeah. That's, peer pressure by friends. That's, that's, that's my mom. Yeah. That's my friend. I triple dog dare. Yeah. It's a fun movie. And it's it, dad doing the crossword. You know, you brought up how in Italy, uh, which movie was it in Italy? Trading places. Play, trading places. So every year since 1997, okay. I believe. Um, on TBS, this movie has ran on a 24-hour marathon. No way. Yeah, it's on every hour of the day <laughs> for 24 hours cool. on TBS, uh, starting on Christmas Eve. So if you haven't seen it yet, that's how you can watch it. But that Red Rider BB gun, and there's so many funny scenes in this movie. You know, the they go to the Chinese restaurant. Um, do you remember that scene? Yeah, do you know when they saw the duck, they didn't know that was going to come out? So that's really Oh, you're kidding. Reaction. They're dying. Yeah. I, it's funny. I put it in, my, in my head, I'm like thinking, God, that's like, they're they're cracking up. They're like a really loving, fun family. Yeah. But that makes sense. They just, it seemed genuine. It that does. They're laughing. Yeah. Uh, the, the tongue I, sticking scene. When Ralphie goes, uh, incredible Hulk on the, on oh, the bully wails and just, on and him? just wails on him. I yeah. love that scene. Oh yeah. The tongues, you said the tongue sticking. I love on the, the swearing bowl. too. That's just fake oh, ad lib swearing. It's like great. Wholesome swearing. It's great. It's great. The whole movie is fun to watch. It's wholesome. It's cute. It's sweet. Yeah. Max hit me. Who do you who does Santa uh, make his choices on here? Because this is a tough one. Because everybody in this movie is pretty sweet. It's kind of a sweet sugary movie. So let's who go with I, the patriarch. Let's go, old man Parker. Old man Parker. I'm putting him on the nice list. I'll tell you why. He totally reminds me of like what you want to be as a dad, right? Like he acts all tough. He acts all big. And at he's the end of the day, on the inside. he bought the kid, the BB gun. Yeah. The mom didn't even know. Remember yeah. at the end, he's like, Oh, I think he, his, how was your Christmas, Ralphie? Yeah. It, was, it was okay, dad. <laughs> oh, well, you know, there's one gift over there back by the piano. Have you, have you done that? No, I'm not above doing that though. I mess with my kids all the time. <laughs> and, and she's like, what is it? The wife had no idea. Yeah. And, and you know, he opened it and you could just see the excitement in his eyes as his son, you know, do you know how to, do you know how to load it? And he's like, yeah, dad, I know. And his hands are moving while his son is doing it. Cause he's like living yeah, through him with cute. the excitement. It's yeah. really cute. Yeah. It's really, really cute. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, nice list for sure. Yeah. Ralphie's dad. He's a sweet guy. Okay, so old man Parker on the nice list. Yes, uh, dad's on the nice list for sure. Okay, does the acorn fall far from the tree? Oh, yeah. So your second one is Ralphie. Ralphie, big big Ralph. Oh, Ralphie. All right, so I, I'm i going to take an interesting position on Ralphie. I think he's on the naughty list, and I'm going to tell you why. 
everything that he does in this movie is for himself. I totally agree. Like he he he's a spoiled little brat. He just I, wants a gun. And by the way, I don't even mind like at that age be a spoiled little brat. That's yeah. what you're supposed to be. He'll learn to be better. Yeah, he's definitely and he beats a kid up and he swears a lot. He's and mean to his brother. He's mean to his brother and he he plays the victim card a lot. I'm not a huge Ralphie fan. He doesn't rat on his friend though. I mean, no, he does. Oh, remember? He does? remember when he gets the soap in his mouth and his friend oh, gets yeah. beaten on the phone. That's another reason. Thank you. And yeah, he's like he... semi in love with his teacher. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. He naughty list for Ralphie for sure. Yeah. So the, the acorn falls he, quite far from the And tree. he did shoot his eye out. He ended up shooting his <laughs> eye out. Right. But no, I mean, I mean, and again, not like not the most damning uh, sentence that you could have. He could turn things around. Maybe yeah. he'll have a better next year. You know? Yeah. Santa's wrist is sore for my naughty and nice list checking. I'm ready to, ready ready to call it, down? it in. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. Who do you got? Last movie, what do you got? So this is the one that everyone loves. Really? You see on Instagram, you see all the social media stuff. People go bananas for this movie. Oh, I, I actually don't know which one. Because we had there's about four or five you could have picked from that we still haven't done yet. So I'm curious what this is. Oh, it's, it's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, man. I do love this movie. This is probably my favorite. It this just is strikes a chord with people for some reason. Because Chevy Chase is... <laughs> Chevy Chase in doses is fantastic. Yep. When you learn what a prick he is in general <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But he's, he's great in this movie. Well, you give him a little bit of a heart. Have you ever seen that uh, Old Navy commercial where they got all of the characters like Beverly? Yeah, like D'Angelo. European Rusty. Yeah, and they had, Europe, <laughs> and they had yeah European. Yeah, that was that was great. Uh, okay, Christmas vacation. So you're right. This is definitely the the world can come together in agreement. It's this the love hate relationship you have with your family. Yeah, it's it, like I it's love great. these people. I'm stuck. <laughs> it's got it's the, the the great thing about Christmas vacation is that it has some really endearing, touching, beautiful moments mixed with like absurdity. Yeah, it's, it doesn't get too serious, but it does have really touching good Christmas moments and you're rooting for them as a family you like them all oh the Griswolds are the best yeah there are two 80s movies dads that I I want to be they're my role models my parent role models okay Clark Griswold uh, right Chevy Chase obviously obviously, and Chet Ripley from the great outdoors John Candy oh that's a great one yeah those two dads if I could just if I can do what they do I'm gonna do fine I go license to drive that dad was fun (laughs) He was stash. funny. He's yeah. super funny. He's celebrating when his cars are destroyed. He was, yeah, that's actually a really good one. Uh, Christmas vacation. This is a great, I mean, a, a different conversation for a different time. But we've got three National Lampoon vacation movies that all came out in the eighties. Trilogy, yeah, the best trilogy of the eighties, I'd argue. Boy, that's a remember that one. That might yeah. be a good topic. So we'll talk about Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation is if if you follow Clark Griswold the character in the other National Lampoons, his whole life. And this is why I say I emulate him, right? His whole life is taking the amazing memories he had as a child that were given to him by his father and his family. His dad's awesome. It, it, he's great. And he wants to duplicate and inject with steroids. He wants, a, he wants it he wants like, a thousand percent. He wants it, yeah, cranked up. <laughs> and, and he will go to insane lengths yep. to do these family vacations, family dinners, family outings, whatever Lighting, it is. all that stuff. He's over the top. So Christmas vacation is exactly that. It's... His parents come over. His in-laws come over. Giant tree. Yeah. They, he has uh, Cousin Eddie shows up uninvited, which which is fantastic. Like every, is it fantastic? Uh, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that. So the whole movie is just the, these hilarious interactions between in-laws, brothers, sisters, cousins, culminating around... Clark Griswold holding on to this beautiful family image that, you know, he he kept it a secret. He didn't want to let anyone know, but he put a down payment on a pool and he wants to have <laughs> this pool so the whole family can come over and have barbecues. It, even, even Cousin Eddie, even yeah. Cousin Eddie can swim in the pool. And you get towards the end of the movie only to find out that the Christmas bonus is being replaced with a jam of the month club. <laughs> and 
Clark loses his mind. Cousin Eddie. He always loses his he mind. He does. He loses it hard this time. <laughs> Cousin Eddie makes his way over to Clark's boss's house. Who, who by the way, his house? I, it's amazing that he does that. By the way, uh, his boss is played by Bill Murray's brother. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kidnaps him, brings him over to Clark's house. And, and by the way, it's the first kidnapping. Right. And, and the reason that Eddie does this is if you remember earlier, when Clark is having his nervous breakdown, uh, and and so many swears, and I think he says something to the fact like, "You know what I want for Christmas? I want that son of a whatever boss wrapped in a bow in my house right now, or something like <laughs> Eddie's that." Eddie's microwave and, and, brain and, yeah. is like, uh. and Eddie's like, "All right, let's go get him." <laughs> so they they bring him over. Uh, his boss's wife ends up coming over with the police, calling him out. Yeah, she calls him out for being cheap. He gets the bonus. The pool is set. And that is Christmas vacation. But there's these these micro interactions like that take place throughout the, the fires, movie. the burnt cat, everything, right? <laughs> the the dog that throws up under the table, the chicken that was so dry that nobody, or excuse me, the turkey that was so dry that nobody could eat it. Um, cousin Eddie in general, yep, uh, emptying his uh, emptying uh, the, the RV and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. the sledding, right? When they put the super slick stuff oh, on their yeah. sleds, uh, it's just the whole movie's great. The whole movie's great. Um, and this is like, I, I, I mean. Prancer's got my heart, but this is up there. I mean, this is up there for me. Probably this one is of the my all-time age. '80s Christmas movie. This it wins. is. It is. This it is, is the champion. Christmas Vacation is fantastic. Uh, Naughty and Nice from Christmas Vacation. Who you got? My favorite, cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. <laughs> cousin Eddie. Oh man, I mean, means well. Means well. I, you gotta put him on the naughty list. He, <laughs> he's. I mean, he's, he asked for money. He, he, I mean, he he's terrible. He's yeah. the worst. He's, everybody's got, everybody has Septic a tank. The reason, the, the great part about this movie is the reason it's so funny is everybody has a cousin, Eddie. Who's your cousin, Eddie? Say oh, I'm not telling you. No, I, I, everybody has a cousin, Eddie. <laughs> everybody has a father-in-law that like looks at you like you're an idiot when you're trying to do something. Everybody has a father that like, like your dad, like yeah. just wants to protect you in your arms. <laughs> like, it's okay. You're doing a great job, Max. You're doing a great job. Like everybody has these characters. That's yeah. what makes it so fun to watch. Cousin Eddie, for sure. Naughty list. Ah, uh, fine. <laughs> he's your spirit animal, but yeah. he's in the naughty list. Okay. Big honcho. Clark Griswold. Clark. Nice. I got to put him in the nice list. He spazzes out on his family. He, he spazzes out, but his intent, what all he wants is love. He wants his family. He wants these moments. He is just misguided and crazy, <laughs> but he wants, he's not like John Rambo nice going through town and murdering him. And crazy. He yeah. is, he is, but he like, think about like, he gives Eddie the money, right? Like remember when he figures that the kids don't uh, have any Christmas gifts? Yeah. Like he goes out and gets the, his gets Eddie's kids Christmas. That's gifts. true. I mean, that's beautiful, right? Yeah. And by the way, if you had, if you had cousin Eddie at your table, you would not be as patient as I Clark would not is. have cousin Eddie at my table. <laughs> You remember, remember when they were at dinner and Clark, Clark looks at the kids and says, Hey kids, I heard on the news that an airplane pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way from New York. And, and Eddie says, you serious Clark? It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. He's the worst. Yeah, Eddie's the he's worst. Pretty bad. Clark on the nice list. Eddie on the naughty list. Santa's out. I'm done. <laughs> Santa's done his work. I'm exhausted, but that was worth it. Are you okay with my selection? Yeah. Do I, do I retain my belt patch? Can I be Santa next year? Yeah. Take a 364-day vacation. I I'll need it. Next year. I need it. I need it. <laughs> you lazy, oh, bearded fool. I am a lazy, bearded fool. Um, 
on a very serious note, Max, I wish you the best Hanukkah and best Christmas. And to the people out there, the same to you guys as well. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, honestly, uh, it's been a joy podcasting with you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. And don't forget, if you're in the holiday spirit, you know, if, if your holiday dinner is being interrupted by Eddie right now, your cousin Eddie is ruining things for you. Suggestion. Take it for what it's worth. Hop on over to Apple uh, Podcast or to Spotify and like, subscribe. subscribe, follow, like us, and then uh, when you're done doing that, Max, swing by social media. What's our What's our tag again? Buzz in the tower at Buzz in the tower. Everything Buzz in the tower. Everything Buzz in the tower, and just you know, send like us a us. message. We'll give you a Christmas gift. Absolutely. And if you've got a topic that you want us to cover, we are totally open to ideas and suggestions. So please hit us up on our email or on social media and let us know. Merry Christmas. <laughs>